Hey everyone, Adam here. First of all, you may notice that this episode of Helpful Goat Presents is not a part of the current Tear Beyond the Doors campaign, but it is still a Tear episode. Um, I will let Galway explain that in the introduction he made in the live stream on Twitch. Second of all, I just wanted to tee up a big and very special announcement right here at the beginning. Hey, Dominic Monaghan. Are you ready to play some Dungeons and Dragons? You know, I think this is about as good a time as ever there's been to play Dungeons and Dragons. I have a little bit more time on my hands than I already would. I'm looking for a little escape. I didn't realize that you could play Dungeons and Dragons in such a worthwhile way on your computer. So I'm 100% in and I'm, I'm ready to get going. 100%. Yeah, love it. Cool. That is right. We reached out to Dominic Monaghan to see if he wanted to play D&D with us, and he said yes. So we're doing that. We are calling it Dom and Dragons. We're starting with a short campaign called The Myriad, and we are live streaming the first session on Twitch on Wednesday, April 15th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and then the second session on Saturday, April 18th, also at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, so you can tune in for that at twitch.tv slash helpfulgoat, or check it out shortly after when we begin releasing it in podcast form over in our Goats and Dragons podcast feed. We are very excited about this, and yes, we hope you are too. Happy listening. Welcome to Helpful Goat Presents, a games and gaming podcast. Just a heads up, this podcast might very well include adult situations and language, so if you're a child, or if you just don't like hearing that kind of thing, please plug your ears now. But also keep listening. Uh, life is a paradox. Enjoy. Andy's not here, so he and I can't make funny noises and words. So sad. I know. Who am I going to say boobies with? I don't know. I'll say boobies with you. All right. Yay! We're, Yay! Going, <laughs> we're going live in three, two... Boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Help Me Go Presents. Tear the Raging Storm, the live stream and podcast of D&D where I have to dodge my players shouting boobies in Discord in an attempt to time it out to right when I'm going live. More like the raging DM, am I right? <laughs> yeah. I can't kill you. Uh, yeah, I know. He has that power. That's so rude. Anyway, welcome to Tier the Raging Storm, a special tier one-shot for your entertainment as my friends and I build and explore a magical world together. Or in the case of Tier, not so magical. Uh, allow me to introduce the players, first and foremost, that will be telling you a tale of adventure and daring so that they can introduce their characters to you. You've loved her as Stormbringer, Amelia Rive, and somewhere across the sea from this adventure, Sunny. Lena, she, her, hers. Hi, um, am I supposed to introduce my character? Yes. Yes. That's what I'm doing. Okay. So I am playing Gloomy, also she, her, hers. Her full name is Gloombriot Groom. Jesus Christ, Gloombriot <laughs> Grumba or something. Anyways, we're calling her Gloomy because I can't say my own character's name. Um, she is a um, what elf ranger? She's about close to six feet tall, which is two meters for people who don't use our stupid system. 
um she's really built she's super um not like built like a bodybuilder but just like you can tell she's very well muscled pretty strong um looks like she has some heft to her um and weirdly she has like really sickly colored skin it's it should be like this golden brown and instead it's this like sickly golden brown she looks like she never gets any sunlight and she has black hair and black eyes and is dressed in all black leather think the witcher if you've seen that oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) tell some dimes at your witch man watch him run right (laughs) not right now is that how the song goes? I haven't seen the show. <laughs> I haven't either. It, 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 no, that, that that's a whole other thing, which we can get into at another point. Letting Neldor get some rest from his constant state of worry and terror. She has played everything from sticky to now sweet for us. Chris, she, her, hers. Hi, I am playing Cornucopia Wenshu, and you can call me Wenshu or Copia, or Corna, or Cornucopia once you, but definitely once you. Uh, they, them, theirs. And uh, once you is a super bouncy, always on the move, uh, forest gnome. And she's got this wild, dark brown hair that she wears up in dual buns, think space buns, on her hair. But popping out of each bun, there is a, a string of hair that no matter what she does or her nana does they won't stay down um but you can always find her kind of like either in the apothecary or walking through the woods trying to make friends with all of the fluffies and i generally have a smudge of dirt on my nose because i'm always looking underneath rocks to try and find something new (laughs) (laughs) nice Everyone knows Burbage, or at least Burbage thinks everyone knows Burbage. Uh, but prepare yourself <laughs> for Birdbidge, which is totally not the actual character's name or personality, but he is played by Adam. He, him, his. Birdbidge. I love that. Um, yes, I am playing Charlie Wheatwood. He is an Aarakocra. Um, Charlie is shorter than the average Aarakocra. He's about four feet, 11 inches, which is like uh how many meters you're trying to do this in metric now aren't you (laughs) yeah one and a half meters sounds about right thank you lena um this is not helped by the fact that he has a terrible posture he's almost always hunched either forward or backward uh i don't know how you hunch backward but he manages to uh subconsciously trying to hide his wings they've never worked for him anyway so why show them off? Um, Charlie's feathers, unlike other male Aarakocra that um, he and other people in this world might have seen, his feathers are not brightly colored. They're actually largely brown with sparse streaks and patches of very subdued red, orange, and yellow. Um, and his head is most similar to a collared sparrow hawk with a smaller than average beak and wide nervous eyes beneath a prominent line of white feathers. That's Charlie Wheatwood for you. Stay uh, birdie. (laughs) 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 We're very excited to have joining us for the first and hopefully not the last time. A friend of Adam's uh, and helpful get generally. Tyler, he, him, his. Hello, I will be playing uh, Jonas, he, him, his as well. Uh, And just Jonas, like Cher. Uh, no, no last name. 
Uh, he cannot be any more average, uh, standing about 5'9", uh, dirty, uh, blonde hair, patchy beard, um, definitely not well kept, uh, and uh, yeah, keeps to himself. Awesome. I forgot to say Charlie's pronouns, which are also he, him, his. Sorry. No worries. Uh, and last and certainly not least, we are delighted to welcome playing with us for the first time, Monty, a longtime friend of the stream, they, them, theirs. Hi. Um, I'm going to be playing Bubbly Boondoggle, uh, or Boo for short, and they are a uh, tabaxi cat. Uh, they are very small, very fluffy, and very ginger. And everyone else was super prepared, and that's all I wrote down. No, that's perfect. <laughs> it, it's it's a taboxy. It gives it gives the picture. Yeah, Monty, I can say my own character's name, so at least you got that. <laughs> you have no idea how many times I practiced the words "bubbly boondoggle." <laughs> uh, and I I believe uh, they are also they them theirs pronouns. Uh, yes, also they, they're theirs, or occasionally he, him, his. He doesn't really mind. Okay. Excellent. Uh, so before we get started, a couple quick pieces of housekeeping. We are obviously not playing Tier Beyond the Doors tonight, as we were originally planning to. Um, Andy and Darcy have been moving, and rather than try to get them to rush back in the middle of all of that chaos, uh, we figured a week off was just the thing for them. Uh, we're not 100% sure on what the schedule will be in the next couple of weeks going forward, but we'll be figuring that out and letting everyone know shortly. Now, where can you find out about that schedule? A few places. You can follow our Twitter at HelpfulGoat, check out our Instagram, HelpfulGoat, or our Facebook page, HelpfulGoatGaming. We post schedule updates there, um, everywhere of those. You can also check in our website, helpfulgoat.com, for more information on us, our projects, and everything we have going on. However, I would recommend that if you really want to know what's going on with us, maybe even play some games with us, you join our Discord server. You can get a link to do just that by entering the exclamation point Discord command in chat on Twitch, clicking the link below slash in the description for those of you who are listening to the podcast. We are affiliate here on Twitch, which means that in addition to following us, you can cheer or subscribe to us, including subscribing for free with Twitch Prime. A couple people just have. One of them was me. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, it is super simple to set up, and that direct support is incredibly important for us. If you are so inspired, you can also contribute to our coffee page, which is ko-fi. They call it coffee. I keep calling it ko-fi.com backslash helpful goat, or use the exclamation point donate command in Twitch chat. Um, we love getting to do this and would love to get to do more of it. And every bit of support, whether it is donations, uh, reviews of our podcast, follows on here, or even just watching this stream is really immensely appreciated by everyone here. Thank you so much. And finally, if you want to enjoy this and you want more stories of heroism, silliness, and drama, usually all at once, uh, check out our podcast feeds. Helpful Goat Presents, which this will be going into, is full of short, bite-sized campaigns, one-shots, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, things like that. And our current main campaign in there is also in the world of Tear and is Tear Beyond the Doors. Our other podcast feed is Goats and Dragons, which is a long-form, level 1 to 20 homebrew campaign following the adventures of a group called The Family as they try to save their world and, even more difficultly, themselves. <laughs> you can get those podcasts wherever you 
prefer getting your podcasts. And there are also links to most of the major providers down below if you're looking on Twitch. Anything else from anybody? Rate and review our podcasts if you feel like it. That's it. Please do. It makes Adam happy inside. <laughs> so few things do. So few things Aww. do. Oh. 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 <laughs> Jesus. Please rate and review. Um, all right. So with that, let's turn to the world of Tear. A world riven by a long ago cataclysm which shattered and reshaped the lands, blighting some of them in the process into strange places where the laws of nature are twisted and broken a world where magic slowly began to disappear. And let's turn our attention to the land of Greenwoods. After the Cataclysm, a small group managed to hold on there, and eventually, through the use of their limited magic and a lot of determination, even began to reclaim lands from the Blight. Through this, Greenwoods expanded its territory, first north to the coast, then south, and now west. Wherever they expanded, the religious officials of the Voice of the Land would go, healing the land and helping grow crops and build communities. And with them went the Blight Wardens, proud warriors and explorers who kept their communities safe from the blighted lands and the monsters within. Our story centers on one such community, founded as part of the Southern Expansion, a town called White Mount. Established a little over a hundred years ago, White Mount is blessed with unusually fertile lands and sits at the very edge of the blighted lands loomed over by White Mount Peak to the south, from which it took its name. With the current attentions of the crown and the voice of the land focused on expanding to the west, things have been quiet in White Mount in the last few years, which has suited the community just fine. This year's harvest has looked especially promising, and the harvest is coming soon. However, just about a month ago, Strange, harsh storms descended from White Mount Peak. Rain mixed with snow, far out of season, began pelting the town and never stopped. The storms would wax and wane, but unceasingly, it has been storming for a month now. With crops in danger of dying in the fields and the populace worried, the Blight Wardens sent out a scouting expedition two weeks ago. They have not returned, nor been heard from. Now the mayor has authorized more desperate action. A small group of citizens, including two from the town guard, a blight warden, a representative, sort of, of the voice of the land, and a hunter and trapper living in town have been chosen slash volunteered to head to White Mount Peak and see if they can solve what's going on. Our story begins in the evening, at the mayor's residence in White Mount, as the group and the town leaders are meeting to review their plan to deal with the raging storm. So, each of you are in a conference room, which you've sort of been in before. It's a standard meeting room in the mayor's home slash office. Uh, and in the room with you are the mayor of White Mount, the two co-head wardens of the Blight Wardens in town, um, and the Root Speaker, the head of the local temple of the Voice of the Land. All of them are very concerned 
Uh, any of them who have just come in recently are very damp. Um, and everyone is sort of shuffling around nervously, seemingly waiting for someone to speak first. What would you like to do? Gloomy is just sitting really quietly staring at everyone. Like, she seems to not be blinking as much as people typically blink. And she looks very patient. Wenshu is just kind of sitting there, just kind of bouncing up and down, looking around, wondering what's going on. And eventually they are bored and they're going to be like, okay, so what are we doing? Oh, um, yes, yes, uh, yes, it's a, it's a very, it's a very good question. Um, speaking is Celador Gentle, a halfling man, the mayor of White Mount. Um, well, everyone here, of course, thanks you for your bravery in volunteering to go for the mount to the mountain and to, to see what it is that is going on. I don't want to alarm anyone, but the situation is becoming increasingly dire. If the rains do not stop, I fear that in about ten days, let alone the economic impact, we may begin to have difficulty having enough food to support ourselves through the winter. So we've got about ten days to stop crop failure. Yes, I, we've already lost some of the crops, um, but but we, we've been speaking with the farmers, and it seems like if we could get it stopped before then, at least most of what we have should be secure. So we'll just solve it before then, right. Uh, Batajou, uh, a lizard folk, and one of the two head wardens of the, of the uh, Blight Warden sort of nods sternly at you uh gloomy um definitely has been your mentor sitting next to him um sort of awkwardly propped up with uh one of his legs still sort of heavily bandaged um is his brother another lizard folk yix who's also a head warden and yix is sort of looking this does not seem like a good idea you all have not traveled except for you gloomy you all have not traveled the Blighted Lands. You do not know the dangers therein. Mayor, certainly we could wait until reinforcements come. At this, the mayor's like, but no, we, we will start. Besides, they, they volunteered. Uh, didn't you all? That's right. Yes, Most definitely. At this, uh, Charlie will kind of pull uh, Boo kind of off to the side just a little bit <clears throat> and he'll be like uh boo are, are you absolutely sure that you need me to come along for this i mean i know that my my parents crops might be affected and i know that i have you know questions that i need to answer by going up there but do you think i really need to go now of course charlie my boy look the world is full of mystery. And I do that thing where I like chug him down and I put an arm around his shoulder and like look in the same direction and, and put the other paw and like wipe an imaginary board with it. The world is full of mysteries and, yeah. and yours is just a tiny drop in the ocean. But look, you are destined for greatness. I know it. I know you are, Charlie. 
And this, this is the first step towards that destiny. Are you ready? Uh, greatness. Yes, destiny. yes. Sounds like it might make me nauseous. But yeah, yeah, we have to go. Yes, Mayor Gentle. Uh, yeah, we all we all have volunteered. We all have a vested interest in c c climbing the mountain. So, when are we going to to do this? W what's the plan? The mayor will sort of uh, gesture towards the two lizard folk who loom over almost everyone in the room, um, except for. Uh, a, a woman, an orc, who is the root speaker, a uh, prominent leader in town of the voice of the land, a religious leader, an important local figure. Um, and the, the two wardens will sort of look at each other and say, Badajou, the older, will speak. As you know, we have reservations about you going, but if Gloomy is with you and... Most of you seem like you can at least handle yourselves. And uh, one shoe and Charlie, you feel like Badajou's gaze might linger on you for just a moment. Um, but that's because one shoe is like bouncing from one foot to the other and just kind of like dancing about because uh, I'm pretty bored and ready to go. I'm always looking for an adventure. Let's go. Let's go. Uh... Yes, well, as you know, White Mount Peak is some distance into the Blighted Lands. Under normal conditions and with a Blight Warden, we would suggest two days travel. However, these are hardly normal conditions. Sunny is good, and I believe... Gloomy. Sorry, gloomy. <laughs> That was the first of the mistakes that was going to happen. I was waiting. <laughs> I'm, I guess, but Andy's not here, so I can't call him Neldor. <laughs> no, but it's that it, the, her both characters end with a Y, so you're just well, yeah. they're also and just antonyms. Like, yeah, they so, are. Yeah, well, it's Galway. It's you. Uh. Anyway, even with gloomy with you, these are. Hardly normal conditions, it is difficult to say, but there are two main routes that you could take. You could either proceed directly from the town towards the peak, or you could proceed directly south from town, aim to follow the river, and then cut in west. In our estimation, the southern route is less direct and may take a bit longer, but should be simpler. The direct route might be faster, but harder. We cannot make this determination for you. Um, what path, this is Lena asking, what path have the storms been taking? Like directly from white, like basically if we took the direct route, would we be directly in the path of all the storms? Or are the storms so widespread that regardless, we're going to be directly in the path of the storms? The storms are widespread enough that you're going to be under the storms most of the way, either way. Um, you might be more catching the edges of some of the fronts, at least part of the time, if you went the south and then west route. As but opposed that's to bad. Sort of that's where tornadoes form. I was going to say it now. On the other hand, you can decide whether you want to be on the edge of a storm front. Right. Which path did the last expedition take? 
the last expedition um didn't really take a direct path to the mountain they were scouting the blighted lands generally so it's not entirely clear where they would they they would have started going more directly but then they might have cut out east or west just sort of looking for things they weren't trying to just make a beeline to the mountain peak okay um, do we have any sort of idea generally how much longer it would take to take the safer route, like days-wise? Because we have, what, 10 days? Uh, it seems like, yeah, the mayor suggested about 10 days. Under more normal conditions, um, you would suspect that the less direct but maybe easier route would be a day to two days more. Okay. And then the direct route, again, also the direct route for a warden, would be two-ish days. Cool. I can get you guys there either way, but I'm not sure how much you're willing or able to risk. Vitgur, the, the root speaker, is will sort of open her eyes, which she'd been holding closed, and look over you. Jonas. Sure what we're going to be facing. So, you know, that might be our best option. More time we take, the more lives we're putting in danger. There is wisdom in this advice. There is also wisdom in taking a route that you will certainly reach the peak. The certainty may not be yours to have. All of you can kind of feel Badaju starting to tap his foot. Um, Vitgrit tends to sort of start to ruminate out loud. <laughs> right, so... I don't really know what that means, but Jonas, was it? You wanted to take the direct route? I think that's the best option. Not really for us, but I mean, we're going on admission to begin with. We're not really, you know, it's going to be a hard journey either way. Might as well uh, take the harder route, make sure we get back in time, because, you know, it might be uh, cutting it close on the way back, depending on what we hit on the way there. It's easy for you to say. My legs are quite a bit shorter than yours. Hmm. We just have to get there and solve it in ten days. Who said anything about coming back? (laughs) What? We're not coming back? I totally don't know that I can pack that much stuff. I think she's saying we might be dead. (laughs) What? Wow. Oh, um... Okay, so, um, hmm, this is, uh, interesting. Maybe, and you'll notice that, uh, once you has a little, a squirrel that's just like crawled up and sitting on, on their shoulder, uh, and I'll look, Mr. Snickers, what do you think? I don't know. Uh, hmm. Mr. Snickers doesn't think that we should stay there. Look, I'm not going to tell you we're all going to die, but we might. Nobody's made it up White Mount Peak before and come back. Wait, have they? DM? Uh, they have, but no one who's in town. Um, sometimes the, uh, well, not necessarily up, sorry. Certainly other wardens have made it to White Mount Peak. And scouted the area around it and returned, okay. though none who have been, who are currently in town. Well, anyway, 
Um, I just, I want you all to understand the danger here. The Blight Lands are not safe. They are not civilized. And this is going to be really, really tough. Gloomy, I I think we all understand the dangers of the, the Blighted Lands. Some of us were born there. Uh, uh, Jonas, you think we should take the more direct route, and I agree that this is a dangerous expedition that we're about to go on, everybody, but let's not forget that we're really just trying to find information and if the information that we're trying to find is about the storms, I wonder if maybe we should take our time and explore the overall ecosystem of the mountains, including the river. Who knows what could be at play in, in, in causing these storms? Does that make any sense? I, Charlie will look at any druids <laughs> in the room. Who's just <laughs> nodding proudly like, yes, this uh, makes perfect sense. You know, yes, that actually, that sounds great. Cause that kind of like, like, so some of my friends, um, the fluffies, they, you know, they don't really like that area. That area is, they don't, they, it's, it's not very nice to them. They have no food. They have nothing to live under. And so maybe if we like, could like look around, we could see if, you know, maybe there's a way we can make it better. Mr. Snickers agrees. Yes. And, and with an experienced out like yourself, Jonas, and with Gloomy, the, your Blight Warden, and 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 you, Wanshu, from the Voice of the Land, I, I think we have a, a good shot at staying. Well, I know it's more complicated than that, Wanshu. Sorry, but I I think we have a good chance of staying alive, right? Charlie will look around, kind of nervously, at everybody. Well, I definitely plan to stay alive. Yeah. Gloomy, she's going to kind of raise her eyebrows at you. Well, look, even if we don't survive, it's probably better to die in a place of glory than starve like everybody else, right? <laughs> huh? The mayor trembles slightly at this. <laughs> Charlie will kind of smirk quietly to himself. He's, yeah. He loves having Boo as a friend. <laughs> Ironically, at the statement, it's better to go out and do this than like starve like everyone else. Both lizard folk are kind of nodding in unison. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. solid point. So, when are we going? We doing this now? What are we doing? Uh, I, I believe it would be safest for for you to leave in the morning. So. Have you settled on a, a route? I, I wasn't entirely sure there. Yeah, we're going the long way, right? Do we maybe want to vote? Jonas? That's fine. I'll do it. Whatever the group decides. I I said my two cents, you know. I, uh, I also agree with what you said there, Charlie. So, you know, it's uh, to, to a matter of A or B. They're, they're both letters, you know, they're just different. So, yeah, we can we can go with whatever. What are cents? You know, copper's a copper, silver's a silver. I, it's, it's all relative is all I mean. Uh, you well-traveled scouts <laughs> bring such interesting <laughs> aphorisms. Jonas, you're so silly. <laughs> That's me. Uh, uh. Uh, very well then. Um, 
you can see the the wardens on your way out. I believe some of they have some extra gear for some of you. Uh, and um, Fitgarat, you wanted to provide them with something, I believe. Um, and at this again, uh, the orc woman's eyes will sort of pop open, uh, and she'll sort of yes, and reach around um, and pull out a small wooden box about the size of uh, probably sort of six inches long three inches wide about four inches tall i'm not going to be able to convert all of those to metric i'm sorry (laughs) it's smallish it fits in the palm of a human's hand um but she's an orc I was giving Monty context because I can't do the metric system that quickly. Um, I'm fine once it gets to feet. At inches, I'm screwed. Um, I, I have a vague cultural osmosis understanding of the uh, your system. What is it called? Empiric? Yeah. Yeah. Vaguely. Yeah, I was going to say, I also believe that none of the like D&D materials have actually been localized to metric anywhere um, for some very bizarre reason. So... At least officially. Um, but yeah, so, so she sort of holds out this smallish box, which especially in her hand is quite small. Goes, the voice of the land has a request for you. Long have we sought to reclaim the lands out to White Mount Peak. If you are able to reach the peak, and if somewhere there you find what you believe to be an opportune location. Once, of course, your primary business is done and we have not all starved, as you so helpfully pointed out, Boo. Oh. I just nod, yes. Um, perhaps you could see fit to plant this seed. Ooh, we a seed? Indeed, one shoe. We have carefully tended it and imbued it with energies that should help to push back the Blight's influence over the land. Placing it at the peak might enable it to spread its influence. Again, your first concern should, of course, be the survival and well-being of everyone here, as well as your own. But if you have an opportunity... And uh, she'll sort of reach out, watch one shoe sort of bouncing from leg to leg. Yes, you know, on my tippy toes. Mm, gimme, 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 gimme! Hand it to Gloomy. Aww. <laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and with that sort of the... You see these town leaders, these sort of very important figures in all of your lives generally um, pause and sort of take a breath and the mayor will sort of, <clears throat> yes, I, I I tried to think of what to say. I tried to think of how to say it, but I think the best I can do is thank you. If we are to have a hope, it is with you. Be safe. Come back to us. And hopefully it will be sunny and shining when you're back to us. 
And with that, one shoe is now bouncing around going, stop the storm, plant the seed, stop the storm, plant the seed, da, 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 uh, uh, let's go. From the other side of the room, you see Badaju leaning over to uh, Vitgarat, the orc woman. Are you sure that one is a good idea? Lumi's going to kind of like have a small half smile, like she's trying not to smile. And so like, okay, just for reference, because I'm dancing in my chair right now and I need people to understand really what one she was doing. If you play Pokemon and you know a pseudo wudo, I am doing yes. that dance. That is the dance that one shoe does. Uh, uh, uh. Stop the storm. Plant the seed. Plant the seed. Plant the seed. Oh, what does the seed look like, Gloomy? Show me, show me, show me, show me, show me. Um, sure. I'll open the box and show okay. her. So it's a, like I said, it's a Sorry, small. Sorry, show them. It's a small wooden box and um, inside sort of set on uh, a, actually a little bit of soil um, is a smallish seed. It's about the, the size of, I don't know, I'm trying to like come up with a quick size referent. Um, sort of the, the first section of a person's finger, like the top from the knuckle to the tip of your index finger. Um, and it's it's this sort of beautiful silvery white. Um, and it doesn't look like any seed you've ever seen, one shoe. Mm. But as soon as you're near it, you can also feel powerful druidic magic coming from it. Oh. This seed's amazing. Oh, it's going to do so many wonderful things. I can't wait to plant it. Let's go, let's go, let's go. We're not leaving tonight. I don't think everybody in our party can even see in the dark. But I can, you can all hold my hand. Oh, I can tie a rope around me and then you guys can hold on to the rope and then we can go. We can go. We can go, right? We can go. Can we go? Come on. The dangers we're walking into, it would be better if we walked into them with everybody seen. Uh, Okay. But I really don't think I'm going to be able to sleep. But maybe I will. Maybe, maybe I should. Maybe I really need to sleep. Do I need to sleep? Should I sleep? I should probably sleep, right? Everybody should get a good night's sleep, eat a nourishing meal in the morning, because you're walking into a (gasps) shitstorm. Gloomy! Charlie's going to murmur to uh, Boo, you'd think they'd have 200 years to get this energy out of their system. Well... You'd think so. Maybe it's some sort of like momentum thing. You know, the more energy you spend, the more energy you have. You know, I don't really know gnomes that well. It might be just a gnome thing. Well, so yeah, with that, uh, still, still bouncing. Uh, one shoe will still pseudo wooing it. Still, still pseudo wooing, <laughs> dancing out the door. Um, you all will disperse. Uh, anyone who didn't already have them will be provided with sort of heavy traveling clothes um, and the equivalent of uh, a heavy sort of waxed raincoat um, by the wardens. Um, 
you also have all been provided with uh, 14 days of rations and torches. Basically, you've all been provided with an explorer's pack with up to 14 days of rations to cover both you getting there and getting back, hopefully. Um, so you all can mark that down. Um, and yeah, you you head to your homes. Um, some of you, as you wander through the streets, largely empty, cold, rainy, with a little bit of snow now drifting, um, you're fairly sure you can hear somewhere in the distance, go to sleep, go to sleep. But yeah, it's awesome. You all get to sleep and morning comes very quickly. Uh, you eat and you begin heading out uh, and you head out just due south. Um, and your route is more or less to head due south from town towards the river, to follow the river along and then to cut in at least as expected and head up to the peak. So that's sort of what you've planned, at least for now, you're going to have to see what conditions are on the ground. And so with that, let's go to this page. Oh, good. I thought I dropped out. No, sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> because, because I have a caps lock or because I use caps lock as my push to talk button and sometimes manipulating my mouse and things get a little bit hard. Um, he likes to make it suspenseful. Yes. No, Much it. suspense. <laughs> so you can see, especially if you zoom in, I zoom this so one tiny. in. Yeah, you can see up top we have a counter for how many days you've been spent traveling. There's a little bit of a circle around oh. White Mount. Um, I'll be moving that as you go. Uh, and yeah, you, you're going to be setting out, you're going to be heading to the South. Um, as you set out and get outside of town, um, the weather gets even sort of harder and harsher and the sounds of town and sort of life generally quickly die away. Um, Gloomy and Jonas, you're both quite used to this. You spend a fair amount of time out, generally, and away from settlements. Uh, so this is this is relatively comfortable for you. Um, for some of the others, this might be a little bit disconcerting. Um, and yeah, you're beginning to make your way south. So generally, what would you like your roles to be? Um the roles that would be important usually would be navigation, keeping a lookout, and then if anyone wants to forage, although you do have supplies. I can navigate since I've been in the blight. Is none an option? Yes. Ah, no, um, none is also an option. Good. I'll take that one, thanks. <laughs> yeah, so if you're doing navigation, I guess I could look out then. Awesome. Um, you could also navigate because I can see really well even when it's gloomy. So I could, ha ha, gloomy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I could uh, keep a lookout. Uh, to be fair, you would also know that once you start uh, heading into the blighted lands, you'll almost certainly want to be navigating. Um, because okay. of the way that nature sort of twists, you need... Hmm. 
experience is useful there. Um, as a note to sort of the table and anyone listening, the blight appears to be a leftover of the cataclysm. As I've said, uh, the laws of nature are twisted in these places. Weather can be very strange or um, terrain shifts very quickly in ways that it shouldn't. And so it's sort of a special set of skills to be able to navigate in it. How this relates mechanically is that the normal navigation uh, survival check DC is not particularly high most places. It is very high in the Blighted Lands. Uh, that was the other reason that it was suggested that you maybe take the easier route. You can just follow the river at that point. But... Um, Charlie, would you, you mentioned that like generally foraging would be one of the roles, right? It certainly can be. You have enough supplies theoretically, but it's a matter of whether you want to start eating into those. Um, uh, I guess more generally, um, Charlie would be searching for anything of utility or interest. Okay. Um, okay. I, Eric Cochran, do you have that, that one feature that I don't think he that I do think he has, despite being raised by humans, like being drawn to anything that's kind of sparkly or glittery. Oh my um, god, I just realized you and the Tabaxi are friends. Wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Holy shit. Yeah. Yes. So I might, Charlie might even like try to encourage uh, Boo to help, you know, make yourself useful. Why, why else are we here if we're not going to be useful, Boo? And I'm looking around for anything, and I and occasionally, if anybody notices, this is a one shot, so let's not bury the lead. Uh, Charlie has a medallion, <laughs> a mysterious medallion. <laughs> okay, that he wears around his around his neck, and occasionally he'll he'll kind of pull it out and maybe look at it or something. <laughs> you know, as D and D characters okay. are, I, I want to definitely do. help. Uh, Charlie Forage. I won't be very good at it though, and I'll probably just pick up like interesting looking rocks and stuff. That's probably more how <laughs> what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. How tall is Boo again? Uh, very small. I don't have any sort of like huge idea. Probably about maybe a little under three feet. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if if Boo and Charlie, if if, if like Boo would be taking any kind of shelter in the rain like under charlie's cloak or something probably I'm incidentally miserable. whoever's tallest or whoever will let me hide under their cloak yeah i mean charlie definitely would and incidentally i, I this is something i should have talked to Galway about before the stream but I'm, I'm curious about about charlie's armor and how it works with his wings uh your wings are on your if back it's... and so it's just been specially modified to allow your wings to go out of it um Essentially, it clasps uh, down the sides so that you it almost yeah. sort of scallop shells off of you. So what's interesting is so here's, I was actually wondering the opposite. If Charlie would like actually request, is his relationship with his Eric Cochran identity so fraught that he like tries to hide his wings whenever possible? If that is not worth exploring right now, let's not. That would be but, the equivalent of constantly having your arm in like a severe elbow lock. So I don't think you could do that and maintain any kind of focus on what you were doing. <laughs> It would be a bit extreme, yeah. Okay, well, he's he, he generally doesn't, like, 
he often does not um like spread out his wings or anything or make a show of them but, but your if, cloak uh, your cloak also could easily be extra large so that you can keep your wings kind of folded tight to your back it's just you're not going to be able to cram yeah, them under the arm <laughs> fair cool all right cool thank you for letting me uh, explore that for a moment yeah. okay. uh so for this first day you're you're getting into the blighted lands but you're kind of in this zone in between them um so uh gloomy could you give me a survival check for navigation uh does Jonas... this one have advantage no you're not in the blighted lands yet um okay. jonas could you give me a perception check to sort of keep watch and uh We'll go ahead and say that Boo is mostly just following Charlie around. Uh, so, Charlie, go ahead and give me a perception check for seeing if you see anything interesting. I'm, I'm helping. Okay, so, so Charlie, you can have advantage Ooh, on your perception good. check. Yeah. With the nice. uh, which, which am I treating as my role, by the way? I forgot. The nine. So the, the way we do it is the one on the left is the standard role. It just always Got rolls it. with advantage slash disadvantage. So if you had one, we would know to treat it in. I was going to say, so for example, Charlie's will take the high. They're both 11. Okay. Uh, so Gloomy, with a 14 for survival, uh, this is not a hard route to follow. You're more or less just proceeding due south. And you know that you should be hitting the river, not today, but probably tomorrow. So you're not especially bothered. The storm is not very bad right now. Um, it's raining, certainly. But... That's about it. It's not snowing at the moment or anything. Uh, Jonas, with a, a nine for perception, you're not seeing a lot, and you're pretty sure that there isn't a lot to see. Like, your, your hunter's instincts aren't really going off. You don't feel any threat around you. But part of you also thinks you're, you're, you're a little distracted and almost excited by the possibility or the opportunity to to do something for White Mountain and mm. to do something for a community and maybe even establish yourself here. Sure. Um, Charlie, you are looking around uh, and with an 11 perception, it's cold, it's rainy. Um, you're not super delighted. You, you also do have a very small cat helping you look for things, <laughs> um, but you're mostly just so often getting a, hey, and, like, another small, shiny rock is handed to you, which actually makes you rather happy. Uh, but I'm not going to say that there's anything really um, significant there. Um, and that will take you to the end of your first day of travel, as I try to drag you along. Uh, and now you're well and... <laughs> Sorry. I'm seeing... Andy say, why is a small cat <laughs> helping small cat? them? Yes. Fascinating. I'll have to watch the beginning. It's, like, it's a tabaxi. <laughs> As one shoe, is, uh, one shoe is probably obviously pulling in the rear. Um, you guys would have noticed that uh, they had almost an, an entourage of small woodland animals following. And once we hit the edge and we're like getting ready to cross into the actual blighted lands, you would have seen them turn around and kind of like had a conversation with the, the creatures and then they dispersed and uh, almost a little sadly once she would then follow the rest of you. Very nice. Very well done. Um, is Mr. Snickers still with you or, or any? Uh, 
No, uh, Mr. Snickers wanted to come along, but I was very worried that Mr. Snickers might get eaten by something. Um, and so I made Mr. Snickers stay behind because I love Mr. Snickers and I don't want anything bad to happen to him. Yeah, also, Andy, for you uh, listening at home, we do, in fact, have a uh, gnome, forest gnome with a squirrel friend. And I was like, okay, there's a history of bad things happening to those squirrels. Um, mm-hmm. All right, very good. So uh, you you sort of set up camp. Um, several tents were provided by uh, the wardens in the city or the town as well. Um, and generally... How are you keeping watch? Like, how are you doing your watch shifts? Oh, 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 I'll take first watch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an... Okay, two things. Who can see in the dark? Me, 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 me. I can as well. Okay, and I can. And then I'm an elf, so I only have to meditate for four hours, and I can kind of help keep watch during that. And then I'm awake the rest of the time. Um, if one shoe wants to go first, I'm sure that's fine. I can go first. I can go first. I can totally go first. Okay. Uh, so one shoe will go first. Uh, who wants to go second? Uh, I can take a watch. I just would have to uh, light a fire so I could see, you know. Okay. Um, yep, yeah, you can you can manage that. So Jonas will be on second. Uh, who's on third? Uh, I will. Okay. Uh, I'll also be awake by then. Yeah, so maybe then with the last one, sort of the last couple, you can just keep watch individually or someone else can be up with you. Um, but we can treat it as just yours for ease. And my cat wants to be involved now. Yes, very good boy. Um, all right. Uh, so the ever-enthusiastic one shoe. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Yay! 13. Uh, it is very quiet, very cold, and very rainy and just as you're getting done with your watch which lasts a couple of hours um in the dark you can see the rain is starting to turn to snow oh and the whole time i was keeping watch i was totally looking for some fluffies to make friends with oh okay um (laughs) you didn't see any uh which you're not entirely surprised by because you are definitely inside the blighted lands now. But uh, yeah, you can, you can, I-, I will keep that in mind as a bonus anytime you're doing perception checks. Yay. And my cat is clawing me in the ribs. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it hurts. Uh, There's a fluffy. There is a fluffy. <laughs> it's screaming. Come on. Come on up. You're going to be a real cat about this, aren't you? Yep. Okay. Uh, Jonas, go ahead and give me a perception check. Sure. Ooh, okay. You did not have disadvantage. Uh, Twelve. You're kind of watching, and the night is very still. Like, it's... You've spent enough time out on the hunt and, you know, waiting and waiting for dawn and all of that that this is stiller than you've ever 
experienced before. And that's mm. a, that's a little disconcerting. Sure. Um, and but uh, yeah, it's it's snowing sort of gently throughout your watch, but that's about it. Uh, boo. Give me a perception check. Right. Um, hey. could, could could Charlie be helping Boo keep watch? <clears throat> Specifically, um, I mean, Charlie definitely is here. Like, like he's most comfortable around Boo. So that's an argument for why Charlie would like would maybe wake up and be like, "Hey, can I sit with you?" <clears throat> and also, I might take this opportunity. Charlie might be like, "Hey, Boo, let me show you something," and he'll like. With great focus, he'll show you something, Boo, that you you haven't seen um, him do before. Um, you've, you you do know, like, you were one of the first people that he came to when he discovered um, maybe like a month or two ago that he could do, like, kind of standard prestidigitation stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know about that. And now um, Charlie's going to show you that he's been he, – he's discovered that he can kind of make an object – um, uh, kind of glow, kind of brighten up mm. with, a, with a dim light. Um, and so he's going to try to cast that. He's going to cast light on maybe a, another object, kind of maybe a log or in addition to the fire or close by the fire to kind of shed even more light than Jonas's fire already was. Um, is that something I could do, Galway? Uh, I'm assuming with the light cantrip? Yes. Yep, absolutely. So I don't know if that could give advantage for uh, for Boo. Uh, Boo can see in the dark generally. Wait, um, Boo can? Yeah, yeah. Max can see that. Whoops! It was a very cool scene, though. Um, <laughs> it, was, it, was good, it was a very good scene. Boo, Boo is just so enthralled. Uh, they get the you know the big sparkly anime eyes, like the <gasps> wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're just enthralled by this amazing uh, show of beautiful magic. So that's a uh, with oh, either way, it's a sixteen. Yeah, it's a sixteen. Uh, very good. Your your senses are very attuned. Um, not in not in line of sight, Boo, but out at sort of the edges of your hearing, you do hear something moving in sort of some trees that are out there. And now my cat's eating my microphone cord. It's great. It's great. It's great. Please stop. Um, But it doesn't seem to be coming closer to you at all. And it keeps moving. It seems more like an animal grazing. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to sit up. When I hear this, I'm going to sit up really straight and like just freeze. And then my ears are going to like twitch and follow the sound really, really closely and see if I can see it. And I'm just going to watch it. You know how like cats like watch a corner of the yep. room for no reason? Yeah, yep. I'm just going to watch it with such intensity. Nice. See and, and follow it. Yeah, so, so you're able to really well, easily like track the sound. And it is definitely moving at a pretty steady pace. It'll pause for a little bit and then keep going in that same direction. So it seems like it's probably an animal grazing. Okay. But yeah, uh, and that uh, passes the rest of... Ah, your watch. <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> It's fine. Jeez, God, cat. Um, Do you need me to come get the kitten? No, he's curled up on my lap and happy. It's just also he falls because he gets really happy and then forgets that, you know, he needs to support himself. 
Um, with, and then he catches himself with his claws. Uh, and so, yeah, could you give me a perception check then, Gloomy? 20. 20 on that. Nice. Um, you're actually kind of comforted uh, as you take your watch and you're looking out. Uh, the, the Blighted Lands seem pretty calm right now. So you're feeling pretty good about this. Cool. All right. Uh, and so dawn comes. Everyone's gotten their their long rest. Um, you all need to use a ration, and then you can head out. Galway, do we have the the rations and torches that they provided to us, like in addition to what we got via standard player handbook? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How many rations was it? They gave you fourteen days. Each. Fourteen days. Mm. Okay. And so as you set out again, um, could everybody, assuming you're doing the same jobs, give me the same roles? Uh, gloomy, you do Wait, now. Did, I, did, did once you pick a job? I don't think I picked a job. You were just trying to find fluffy animals. Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're good at nature, you, sh you could forage. We don't want to use Oh, that. I can forage. I'll forage. Yeah, foraging is great. Let's great. Let's do this. <laughs> that is Take technically a, a survival Take check, a but yes. Take a walk. Oh. Take a walk. Fix the storm. Plant the seed. Plant the seed and fix the storm. The song is getting longer. Um, okay. Once you will we'll forage with an 11. Um, but so, uh, once you, you'll be making survival checks. Gloomy, you'll be making a survival roll uh, to navigate. Uh, you have advantage. You are in the blight now. Jonas, give me a perception check for keeping watch. Sure. And uh, 19. Charlie, go ahead and give me a perception check with advantage for looking for interesting slash shiny things. Ah, there we go. Ouch. Oh, boy. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. Uh, resolving these not quite in the order that they came in. In uh, 19 for Gloomy, you are following the, cor the course really, really easily. Uh, and you're pretty sure you're actually making pretty good time. Um, Jonas, you are doing an outstanding job keeping watch. You're not seeing anything around you. Um, you... A couple of times you even sort of are like, you know, and you'll sort of pull gloomy aside and be like, I don't feel great about that area up there. There could be something hiding there. Maybe if, mm. we, if we can with the course to sort of edge around that. Um, and you do that a couple of times. Um, and that goes really well. Uh, one shoe, you do not find anything to eat with an 11. Do I find any shiny rocks? Uh, you do find a couple of shiny rocks, uh, which Charlie did not find with an 8. Okay. And because I saw Charlie pick some up, or I saw, uh, no, I saw Boo pick some up and give them to Charlie, I am then going to pick up the ones that I found and give them to Charlie. Oh. Yay! <clears throat> Thank you, Wanchu. I, I, I appreciate it. Um, Galway. You're welcome! <laughs> is, so, what material is my medallion made out of, you think? Is it pretty standard, like, just, like, gold or something, uh, or...? You originally uh, thought it was gold. It's it's metal, and it's covered with gold leaf, um, but it's actually more like iron, um, just sort of a standard metal. Um, and that was... The, the, the 
since you went ahead and just said medallion uh, to people, I'm just not going to have anyone jump off. The the hinges in it, though, for the the door that popped open recently, yeah, are incredibly finely made. They are invisible if you don't know they're there. Um, there doesn't seem to be any way to open it other than when you use your powers a little bit. Like, you know, nothing else seems to open it. You can't force it. You can't. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it's it's a metal medallion. It's iron. It has gold leaf over the surface of it, and it's in the shape of a sun. Cool. Uh, perhaps maybe kind of irrationally, uh, I don't know, uh, to some degree, Charlie would be looking for, like, yeah, if there's anything, like, distinct, like you said, like, those hinges are so finely made out of some kind of iron, I would like to maybe just suggest a connection between, like, his curiosity about the medallion and his curiosity about look, looking for shiny things like stones and metals. Like, if, if he finds something that, like, reminds him of the medallion or <laughs> could, like, could have been used to make this medallion. Yeah, just, you know, a little narrative. Absolutely. Connection. 100%. So I will say that any shiny stones you are given, you're just going to kind of automatically check for connections to that. And I'm good with yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. All right. Uh, so they once again, no idea that's happening. They're just collecting rocks. <laughs> I, I kind of figured. They're just like it's shiny awesome. rocks, good. Shiny rocks, good. Here we go. Shiny rocks, good. Yeah. Um, brilliant, brilliant. Um, so yeah, you you find the river. We're taking a walk, fixing the storm. Um, Andy is encouraging them in Twitch chat. <laughs> But uh, you 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 make your way then along the river and you're following uh, sort of the west side of it so that you you're on the right side to eventually cut into the mountains um, and you go ahead and you you make camp for the night uh, and the weather is getting colder as you're getting further into the blighted lands so there is still rain but it's much more like sleet now um, the ground is icy for parts of this. And you're needing to be a little bit careful. Um, but you make it through the night. You've all kept your watches. Everything's been calm. Um, and he's drinking. Um, fix the storm. Fix the storm. Plant the seed. Um, all right. So you, you set out now for what will be your third day of travel. Um, and so everyone go ahead and give me the roles for the tasks that you are wanting to do. That's another ration, right? Mm-hmm. I do a perception check as well this time. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, at, so at this, uh, Charlie, you don't have advantage. Um, instead, you each have a role. I just have a, a plus two, that's all. Mm. Woo! Now, do remember that perception is for interesting things. Yes, 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 yes. You are not keeping watch. <laughs> no. I'm trying to find... And then I think Charlie might have advantage. Like, maybe... <laughs> like, but maybe still practicing his, his light cancer. Oof, you are cutting thing. in and out real bad. I am? Oh, no. Okay, it's better now. I, I don't know. You were just cutting in and out real bad for that one. Um, but yeah. Uh, you... This course being funky. Give, you can try to give me a pitch right now for why you would have advantage. <laughs> Light cantrip. 
Nice, but no. <laughs> that means no, that you Rocky? don't have. That means that you don't have it's disadvantage. All the rocks. All the shiny rocks. rocks would gleam off of the off of light. You're fine. Yeah. You don't have it. You don't. You, but Boo did quite well. No. Technically, Boo, even without a crit, did better than you. <laughs> One shoe has found nothing. One shoe, um, you you have found several found tufts of grass that kind of resembled rabbits. Um, <gasps> so you're pretty into those. Oh, yeah. Not fluffies. They're not edible. Nor are they actually rabbits. Um, Bloomy, you are doing a great job. It's also pretty easy. You're largely just following the course of the river. Um, Boo, you find several very interesting, shiny stones, and you're sort of handing them to Charlie, who is seeming very downcast uh, because the DM wouldn't give him advantage. Um, (laughs) No, just trying to fix my internet stuff. Uh, And Jonas, could you roll... Uh, 2d6 for me. Ominous. Certainly do that. I hope nothing bad happens as a result. Uh, It will. (laughs) (laughs) Always. Oh, yes. Interesting. Um, okay, so because because you had that 19 on perception, you're really, really alert, and as you're going through this snowstorm, um, which is sort of abating just a little bit, you find yourself in a long, almost like boulevard. So there's this clear ground and then trees on either side of you. And at the way up in front of you, you see just a flicker of movement. Um, And you're pretty sure you would have missed it at almost any other time. But through the storm, you see a massive, solid white wolf. Um, oh, boy. And you certainly recognize it is hunting you. Uh, and as a note, Boo, with your perception check, as you're handing uh, these rocks, and I know you were only looking for interesting things, but with a 21, uh, as you're handing the rocks over to Charlie, your ears sort of prick up and turn and then you snap and look that way and you also see this massive white wolf sort of slinking off now to the side of you Ooh, i stand in front of charlie which i realize is redundant because he's like twice my height uh <laughs> and get my warhammer out quick question my mic cut out right after i certainly recognize could i get the end of that sentence ah yes sorry uh, <laughs> no you're good, you're good you you certainly recognize uh that this thing is hunting you great it is not moving it is not moving to attack you but you you recognize this kind of like look at them see them follow how they're moving now move away so it's gone now yeah it's sort of disappeared into the trees and it was well ahead of you and then it's sort of disappeared off to your left now mm-hmm. and you guys would notice that Bunchu is still very focused on those tufts of grass and being small and tiny that they don't know what's going on <laughs> uh, I'm it, since I saw it as well I'm just basically gonna, I'm oh, dancing food <laughs> <laughs> just kind of lower my voice and, and say to Charlie, we're being hunted. 
Hunted by 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 what? Wolf, usually more than one. All right, then. I mean, yeah, Charlie would draw his light crossbow and be looking and around. I, I think being guards, we'd be the ones sort of most equipped to uh, protect a caravan type thing, like we are. Is there a reason you're yourselves? Is there a reason what? You're arming yourselves. I've been focused on the trial. We got a wolf hunting us. Oh. When there's one, there's usually more. That does tend to be how it goes with wolves. Do I know anything about wolves in the Blighted Lands, Mr. DM? Uh, give me a nature check. Does that have advantage? <laughs> I like that the background is now rain and plant the seed. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Um, oh boy. Do, do I have inspiration from anything <laughs> Not particularly yet. inspiring that I've done? <laughs> Oof. Uh, okay, so. And I think I said this in the doc, but just as a reminder for anyone new uh, tuning in, um, the way that I handle fumbles on skill checks is that it is my choice to treat it as something that is absolute, to give them absolute information that is absolutely incorrect, treat it as just kind of a standard miss, you don't get a lot, or treat it as a crit hit. Um, you remember a report having been filed recently that there are some new creatures that have been moving in from the west in the blighted lands that are a kind of monstrous wolf so like worse than normal wolves yes uh just saying that pretty shortly after being alerted to the presence of a wolf by boo charlie would have tossed multiple rocks at one shoe uh, until he got their attention. <laughs> Ow! What was one shoe. What? Why Be quiet. Gloomy, what's wrong? Gloomy, 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 what's wrong? Why Apparently. Gloomy? Gloomy! <laughs> George Gloomy. George Gloomy. <laughs> the most attractive man <laughs> In white mouth. Okay, so just more for visual, as I said, that when she does the pseudo dance, I would have done that pause, like freezing when I got hit, and you guys told me to be quiet. Nice. Apparently, we're being hunted. <gasps> we're being hunted! Shh! What? Shh! Wow. Uh, why are we being hunted? Are we there yet? Maybe because we're in the Blighted Lands. Uh, I feel like you don't understand the situation. I know we have to stop the storm and plant the seed. Plant the seed. Chant quietly. I remember hearing reports about monstrous wolves moving in from the west. That might be this, y'all. We need to be careful. Oh, well, Fluffies? I can talk with the Fluffy and the Fluffy no. will be fine. Oh, Monstrous. Oh, oh my gosh. Fluffies. <laughs> Monstrous. 
There's probably not a lot for them to hunt, as a lot of the wildlife's probably, you know, tried to evacuate itself, so we might be a walking meal. Yes. Uh, or in one shoe's uh, case, a dancing meal. Yes. Well, I know there is still prey here. I heard something uh, something grazing around the campsite last night. <gasps> Why didn't you wake uh, me? Fluffies! I couldn't even see it. It wasn't fluffy. It was eating. You know you're fluffy. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch as, me. as Boo said, "Don't touch me." Munchu was definitely reaching out to touch. <laughs> you you may, but only with my consent. Don't don't touch without asking first. Okay. Can I touch you? Perhaps <laughs> after we have uh, extracted ourselves from our situation. Okay. We should keep pushing on, but everybody needs to be quiet and alert. Okay. So once you mm-hmm. now going take a walk with the seeds. Fix the storm. Be quiet because we're food. <laughs> okay, so you you proceed sort of the rest of the way, and as you um, you're all being very cautious, uh, you're you're keeping a close watch. Uh, you don't see the creature come back in at any point, um, and now sort of wrapping up this third day of travel, you arrive at a, a slight bend in the river, uh, right at a low hill. Um, and gloomy, you know that this is now where you would start cutting west when you travel tomorrow. Tomorrow we're leaving the river and things might get a lot tougher. So remember, quiet and alert. Can I see the seat again? Sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll show it to them. Ah, we're gonna plant the seed and mix a storm. Plant the seed and make it all better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know how intelligent these beasts might be? Do I know how intelligent these beasts might be? Um, you're trying to sort of. Can really... I make a new roll for that? That's a separate thing, right? It's all based on the report that you kind of saw, but you could give me if you wanted. If you wanted, you could give me an intelligence check to see how much you recall of the report. Sure. Just a flat intelligence check, not any sort of skill check. Yeah, just a flat intelligence check. 17? Nice. Okay, so I'd also just like to, again, break down for anyone listening. What we have right now is a 17 intelligence check to remember the contents of a report that were the result of a fumble. (laughs) Um, You don't actually recall much in the report. Like, the report did not mention any particular intelligence. There were rumors of these beasts having uh, essentially a breath weapon like a dragon's. Oh my god. So, intelligence wasn't mentioned in the reports, but they have 
breath weapons like dragons do. Uh, Monstrosities, like I said. Right, right. Well, I was going to say, I had a bear trap. Now I figured we could try to bait it. But, uh, might be a little bit above my pay grade. And actually, with that description, uh, Jonas, you remember hearing stories from uh, some hunters who had been more up in the, uh, or actually further to the south and the east, where it's a bit colder, um, describing a creature that they referred to as a winter wolf. Um, and that matches this description of a very large white wolf that is able to essentially breathe concentrated cold energy. Um, the the group you were talking to, uh, one of them had lost an arm to frostbite, essentially, mm. uh, from having tangled with it. So you would you like a good challenging hunt, but this would probably like in a bit above your pay grade, right? Right. Ah. <sighs> uh. Watch out for frostbite. Uh, yeah, that's... Yeah, it's a winter wolf we're probably dealing with. So, uh... It's gonna get a lot frostier if we run into it. Surprisingly, you know, surrounded by snow and ice already. But, uh... It can get worse. It can def definitely get worse. It can always get worse. It can also get better. Shh. <sighs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Could uh, we go ahead and have Wunchu give me a perception check for keeping Yay. watch? Wunchu keeping watch. Looking out for buffies. On the other hand, at least looking out for fluffies is literally what they should be doing right now. <laughs> uh, 11 perception. Um, you're really disappointed you do not catch sight of uh, the fluffy that you have been warned to look out for or any others. Um, the The snow has sort of faded and turned back into rain, um, which almost isn't comforting because even though it means the air is a little bit warmer, everything is just sodden now instead of being snowy. Um, so you're, you're, you're pretty, pretty freaking cold. Uh, Jonas, I believe you had second watch. I sure did. Twelve. Um, you're, you're really keyed up. Um, this is sort of the excitement of you have a chance to do something, mm -hmm. um, combined with, oh, I love hunting. Oh, shit, that thing is hunting me. Um, yep. is, uh, definitely keeping you very alert but there's not a lot to see and you're you're almost a, maybe a little bit distracted as you're kind of racking your brain for anything else you can remember about these creatures mm -hmm. um their tactics their abilities any other animals that are often seen with them because you don't want to run into anything like it either right. um and you're not you're not coming up with with a lot outside of just be really cautious and they prefer to hunt in snow um so you're actually pretty happy that it's raining <laughs> um and uh then could boo give me a perception check yes i am miserable that it's raining by the way because i'm a cat so 
like all my my big fluffy furs just like sodden and and oh, oh shit. you are so miserable that you have fumbled. I'm so miserable. I'm awake now. Also, I'm just pointing out that like I like the first four hours are gone. I'm awake. If that matters, yeah. Um. Boo, you were just not really seeing anything. You're 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 agitated, but kind of it's also almost literally you're not seeing anything. You've more or less pulled the hood of your cloak over so it's entirely covering your face and just your ears are kind of sticking out on the side trying to listen. Um, but you're not getting a lot as the rain is just sort of drumming against the ground. So you're not going to yeah. you're not noticing much. I'm going to go ahead and say let's let's skip to the next watch of gloomy rolling perception um and you have not been told to roll for initiative from the winter wolf suddenly breath weaponing your tents. <laughs> what? Oh, you're fine. As in you're not dead. Um uh 12 for perception very good. So yeah, you're 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 wary because this is the first threat that the the um, the blighted lands have pushed back on you, but for right now you seem clear and things seem quiet. So, and with that, you you hit morning. Uh, you you hear uh, as sort of dawn breaks um, from one of the tents. You hear waking up, get in ready. Um, <laughs> gonna fix the storm, plant the seed. Oh yeah. <laughs> She's sort of, or they are sort of all of your alarm clocks. Um, so yeah, you 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 wake up and you kind of crest this low hill uh, just off of the river, um, and now stretched out in front of you, you can kind of see two obvious paths. One jogs a little bit to the south and takes you towards the back of the mountain. And proceeds and appears to proceed mostly through valleys, which might offer you some easier terrain, while the other is almost entirely just a straight shot towards the eastern slope of the mountain. And you're going to be moving through sort of rolling hills and valleys. So you'll be doing uphill, downhill. Um, which do you all want to do? Do I know anything about this area or these two paths? Know which one would be safer and faster? Uh, most of your scouting has been out to the west of White Mount over the years. Um, so sort of in that low hillland and forest, uh, not so much into these mountains proper. You would know generally from having been in this area that the hills can be pretty steep. Like, these are pretty sharp mountains, so the valley might be easier. It also might be a little bit longer to go. Okay, I'd share that with people to help inform decisions. We've been out here for three days, is that right? This is the start of your fourth day of travel. Yeah, okay. So I keep the, I keep the hourglass and the timer thing on what day it is. Okay. Are we ready? Which way we going? I don't care. Let's just go plant the seed. Uh, I'm Boo's just gonna trust the ranger on this one. They're a bit out of the element here. I guess maybe we ought to take 
the valleys. I'm not sure that everybody can handle steep hills particularly well. How many, but how many days, I guess I'll have Charlie ask, um, how, how, how much longer will it take to, to take that route than to take the more direct route? Give me a survival check with advantage, Gloomy. 19. 19. Uh, you would estimate that it might be half a day to a day longer to reach the mountain. Um, but it will certainly be less strenuous and probably less prone to accidents. It will take um, half a day to another day. We can take the direct route if you think you can handle the hills, but you all have to be really careful. If we get any twisted, rolled, broken ankles, knees, legs, then it will slow us down a lot. I'm fine staying closer to the ground as long as possible. I just think we need to be mindful of how long our trip to the peak is going to take and whether we'll have enough supplies to get back. Getting back has never been my focus, but I'm very adept at foraging in the blighted lands. If you're worried about supplies uh, turning back, I uh, I can procure uh, rations for us. Uh, you know, if this this uh, blight blows over, if we, we can get this uh, fixed up uh, when we reach the peak uh, and uh, out of game. Uh, as an outlander, I can um, get rations for five people uh, every day. Um, so long as there is either game or uh, any kind of... If there's uh, food to get, you can get Food, food to tables. get, I can find yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Okay, well, then then Charlie would uh, cast his vote for, for going through the, the valleys. Yep, yep. All right, valleys it is. Take a walk, let's go plant the sea. So you get We're gonna do, 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 come here. God, now I'm doing in the rhythm of <laughs> one shoes. So you, you travel uh, through this day um, and you're all keeping an eye out and you're, you're trying to be aware, uh, but you don't, you don't see the wolf um and briefly near evening well behind you you think probably still somewhere close to the river uh you do hear a wolf howl um which you're a long way from the river so that's a big ass wolf <laughs> um but yeah it was relatively secure uh through the day um it's relatively calm it's the valleys are actually quite beautiful um, there are more trees here than you've seen really since the first day. Um, they're quite stunted. Um, they're very short compared to what they should be. Uh, but, but still there's, there's some greenery. Um, you're a little bit sheltered, uh, especially if you sort of cling near one of the valley walls, you're, you're getting, uh, or some of the overhangs, you're getting some cover from the rain. So that's all quite nice. Um, 
and you set up camp uh, for the night. And in the interest of time, I'm occasionally skipping some of the days that don't matter nearly as much. Um, and yeah, you're, you're, you feel pretty secure. You're even able to actually just have a, a small fire um, under a, a jutting outcropping of rock uh, through the night. So you all actually are a good bit warmer as you're setting out the next day than you have been in a while. Um, better better refreshed from your sleep, um, except for Gloomy, who always meditates exactly the same. It is never refreshed. It is never refreshed. Life is always pain. Uh, and so for today, could... Um, Everyone give me their standard roles, uh, which is basically survival for Gloomy and one shoe in perception for everyone else. Haha, <laughs> I'm gonna get us lost. I got a nine. <laughs> Sorry, this is where we die. I never find anything. Oh, that's so much better than a six. <laughs> um, all right. So nine, um, you're you're having a bit of trouble, uh, gloomy because you can't see. It's already been hard, sort of, with all the rainfall and the cloud cover. Like you haven't been able to see the sky at all, and now occasionally you even are cut off from seeing much of the horizon. Um, so this is this is a kind of some hard going, but. Um, you can just follow the valley um, and you know that unless it has a sharp twist or something, which you should be able to notice, you're going generally west. Okay. Um, Charlie, uh, yeah, you, you find a couple shiny rocks and you kind of pick them up, but nothing that's reminding you of your medallion. Yeah, your locket, yeah. Uh, I'll skip to one shoe. You continue to not find anything, though you do get a couple of tufts of grass that kind of remind you of Mr. Snickers. <gasps> Mr. Snickers! I would have also been hugging any tree that I found, because we haven't okay. seen any in a while, so. Okay. Hug the tree. Um, so you're sort of bouncing around doing that, and then yes. you notice this tuft of grass that looks like Mr. Snickers. Uh, Boo, you find a couple of good, good rocks. Um, pass them over to Charlie. Charlie, they again, they don't they don't quite remind you of the locket, but there's something about the quality of them that seems a little more similar. Hmm. Okay. Um, and and you're not sure what it is, because it isn't quite the locket. Like, they're not iron. You're pretty sure the locket is iron. You probably had someone look at it. These aren't iron or rocks, but there's something about it, and you're not sure what it is. Okay. Uh, and Jonas, you have no sign of anything hunting you, which you are very glad of. Um... And uh, as a, a note on this one, uh, this 22 that you rolled for perception is high enough that you do not need to roll 2d6. Great. Um, and so, yeah, you, you, you make camp uh, and you settle in for the night and you, you know, get some food and kind of stretch out. You can't have a campfire this time, so... Not as restful, but... And now you come to the sixth day as you set out. Uh, and Gloomy, by your estimates, you should be reaching the the south end of the peak, um, or the south face of the peak, 
today sometime if you were right about how long it was going to take going through the valleys. Oh, as long uh, as we didn't totally fuck it up, you guys. We should be getting to the peak today. <gasps> we're there? Gloomy, we're there? We made it? No, we that's there? not what I said. And also, shh. <laughs> we're there? We made it? We should be today. We can plant the seed! Plant the seed, fix the storm. Uh, you uh, remember that uh, we're supposed uh, to uh, fix the storm before we plant the seed, right? Fix the storm, plant the seed, fix the storm, Better. plant the seed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so why don't you set out today again, everyone, uh, give me your rolls. Sure. Haha, <laughs> I suck at rolling. Oh, not not great. Not great. Mm-hmm. Not... I rolled something other than a nine. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I help Shally so he gets that nat 20? <laughs> the universe wants... This is the third time I've gotten the same roll as the crit. <laughs> it's the third time in a row. <laughs> the universe wants me to have it, uh-huh. goddammit. Uh-huh. Okay. And I haven't rolled yet. And you haven't rolled yet. I will allow you to not roll in exchange for he has advantage now. Yay. Woo. For I am merciful, DM. All right, uh, gloomy. You're you're again having a hard time, and now you're kind of coming to a place where the valleys are breaking up a little bit, and you're a little bit worried that are you where you should be? Should you have already made it? Should you have turned out? And you're starting to panic a little bit. Um, and then off still a ways in front of you, you can suddenly see the peak again. Um, for the first time in a couple of days, and you're relieved. You're pretty sure you're headed the right way. Um, And this is still early in the morning. Uh, Once you, you find a couple of mushrooms that you think are edible. (gasps) We're going to leave that that for a minute. (laughs) Shrimps! Charlie, as Boo helps you look at the rocks, you're finding more of these ones. You kind of show Boo uh, the rock that you found that was reminding you of something, um, and they keep an eye out as well, and you you, you sort of amass more of them. And as you're looking at it, it takes you a little bit in the morning, but you come up with, you suddenly it snaps in your mind why this reminds you of the locket. Um, And you kind of grind the rock just a little bit, and it produces this very distinctive gray-silver sort of dust. And it's the same color as the ink lines in the painting that's inside the lock. Oh, okay. Ooh. Boo, th- th- thank you. That that that's remarkably helpful. Look, do you remember I showed you the the, the painting inside the locket? Huh? And and for for days and and almost a week, I I didn't know what the painting was of. But it turns out to be a painting of the farm and the surrounding area where I I grew up, but from the vantage point of White Mount Peak. Ooh! Wow. When you grind this rock that you brought to me, it produces this 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 substance that's the same color as the lines of the painting. 
I think Boo is is looking very excited, but also kind of vacant, like they're not quite getting. <laughs> they're very yeah. happy that you're happy, but they don't quite understand why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, Charlie will just kind of stare at you for a moment, and then, God, I I have the Burbage like tendency to be like shrug. Must just be a coincidence. <laughs> but Charlie's like. Perhaps it's nothing. Um, oh, no. Charlie will... Yeah, no, he'll be like, I, I'm not sure I understand what it means either, but it, it must mean something. Right. Right. <laughs> no, continue kind of walking along or whatever we're doing. And uh, Jonas, could you roll 2d6 for me? I sure can. I, I really, I don't know. I don't want to know what I'm rolling for. I, just, uh, I don't like it. Four. Okay. Interesting. There are four wolves following us. <laughs> as you, uh, as, you uh, as you enter a slight clearing, as you're making your way along, uh, Jonas, you're, you're sort of up near the front of the party. Um, you hear a crunch of stone underfoot and it's off to your side. And then you hear a low growl. Um, and to your side, you see two creatures about the size of a large dog or a smallish wolf. And they might even be wolves, if not for the fact that each of them has a scaly spine and tail and two heads. Um, and the creatures are growling, but they are not approaching you. God, what is this? The dark following? Am I right? <laughs> uh, you haven't seen Mr. Bright Eyes yet. Like, how? So, do they look like pups? Like the mother's around somewhere, or they're definitely, like, probably full grown? Give me a perception or a nature check on them, either one. Sure. I'll give you a nature check. 19. Um, so you look at them, and they they do appear to be older pups, you would say, more than full-grown adults. And as you're looking at them, and you're sort of pausing, and like they're growling, and they're holding their distance at about, like, I don't know, 35 feet off to the side of you. Mm -hmm. um, you're kind of looking at them. And with that 19, you notice that they look very emaciated and almost, almost pleading. Oh, okay. Huh. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take a ration out of my pack. Uh, and I'm going to, you said they're about 35 feet away from me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to walk about 15, uh, about, about 10 feet closer to them, put the okay. ration down, and then slowly uh, walk back to my original position. Uh, all the while, uh, uh, telling the party to to stay back, try to not to startle them. Okay, uh, they're gonna sort of. Uh, uh, 
The slightly bigger one is going to come forward very slowly and it's watching you the whole time um, and get up to the ration. Do you want to do anything or are you just continuing to observe it? Um, I am going to start walking towards it to see if it's going to back away at all. Uh, as you walk towards it, it sort of skitters back a little bit. All right. I'm going to go back to my original position. <laughs> it'll it'll sort of watch you and it moves forward and then sort of bends down and one of the heads continues watching you while the other one sniffs the ration. Yeah, no, that's left. And it kind of picks it up and moves back towards the other one and tosses a little bit of it towards the other mm. one. Uh, anything else you or anyone else would like to do? Does once you notice what's going on, or am I still poking at mushrooms? I'm going to say at the very least, by having been told move back by Jonas, you have now noticed what's going on. Okay. So I have noticed, and I've... Oh, fluffies, 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 fluffies. Fluffies, fluffies. Uh, I think Boo would have stepped back and armed themselves. Uh, I'm going to go ahead then and take my mess kit out of my explorer's pack. I'm going to fill each side with my water skin. And I'm going to go ahead and do the same thing. Uh, place it 15 feet back and then walk back to where I'm at. Okay. Uh, again, you'll see the bigger one kind of moves forward and watches you with one head, sniffs it with the other, and then sort of... and gestures the smaller one forward um, and watches as the smaller one drinks. Do I have any idea what these are? Go ahead and give me a nature check. Five. I really hope we don't have any fights tonight. You're, uh, you're not a hundred percent sure of what they are. They certainly seem like a monstrosity from the blight, but they don't appear threatening at all right now. Uh, okay. Jonas has been going through multiple iterations of this one, uh, of this sort of uh, pattern, and now you're going to see one of those sort of go. And it's just kind of cocking its one of its heads back and forth, looking at you. I'm going to approach them. It's gonna. It doesn't growl, but sort of. It, it shrinks a little bit, but it doesn't move away. Sure, I'm gonna outstretch one of my hands as non-threateningly as I am able to. It'll, it'll sort of sniff. And then as it sniffs and sort of looks back at the, the empty mess kit that had water in it, it's going to go and gesture almost and sort of turn and start moving in a direction. Oh, okay. Um, do you think it's asking me to follow it? Yes. As you say that, it's going to turn back and gesture again. All right. Well, you know, nature is never wrong. 
Uh, well, it, I mean, well, sometimes it's wrong, and I, I <laughs> gesture to the blight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and then I, I, um, I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, uh, follow it uh, <laughs> as I turn back and go. I'm gonna follow them. Uh, if they try to kill me, uh, or their mother tries to kill me, I hope you know what to do. Wait, 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 wait! I can help! I can okay. help! I can help! Oh, uh, right, right. Or, or maybe we could not follow the monstrosities into their den. But that could be a good idea puppies. too. Puppies. Well, puppies. I just befriended them, though. I think they might be trying to help us. I don't. Or they could be trying to eat you. Can I do an insight check on the animals? You can, with this... Uh, actually, just normal. And you can attempt to... Hmm. Interesting. Sorry, I didn't I'm mean still... to roll twice. 17. They are not I'm still very armed. Yeah, they are not technically beasts. One shoe. Mm. Okay. They are monstrosities. Mm. Uh, Gloomy with that 17 on insight. See, you roll well, just not on your navigation. <laughs> just all at once, and then uh, I'm not going to roll all again. Uh, you don't feel any threat. You actually would kind of agree they want you to follow them, but you don't feel anything threatening in that. And now that you've sort of really considered them, you also kind of get that feeling of pleading um, that Jonas got. I think it's probably okay, but I'm going to go with you to make sure everything's safe. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yep, so I. I don't trust these things. So are we all going? I think so, yes. Or it's just yeah. you staying, basically. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? Okay, here we go. All right. Flank. They they lead you about five minutes away, uh, sort of cutting through some brush on the side, um, and they they lead you back to a den, and sort of gesture for you to come inside, like they sure. move with their heads. I I go on in. Okay, so you, so you sort of stoop down, and inside uh, you see another one of these creatures, full grown, mm. um, obviously bigger. And as you come in, and the the pups have sort of moved in, it sort of desperately lunges, not even at you, but to go between you and the pups. Oh, and sure. Kind of sprawls on the ground as one of its legs is broken. And it is just growling, sort of Ooh. desperately. It is also incredibly emaciated. Mm. Um, I am going to gesture to the to the the larger of the pups as I pull out another ration, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and put that on the ground, and then gesture towards uh, their mother. And this time, with no hesitation, it's going to walk up, grab it, and move it over to their mother. Or the adult one. I can heal the adult, but I don't know if it will let us get close. As you say that, you see all three, so all six heads kind of turn to look at you. Jesus and you, Christ. 
see the, the two pups sort of and the growling has subsisted from the mother at this mm. point. Alright. Um, this is odd for me. Anyway, I'll move towards it and assuming it doesn't try to bite my face off, I'll do cure wounds on it. Okay, go ahead. And, it, it has not tried to bite your face off, so roll cure wounds. Oh, wow, three. That was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Seriously, game. Uh, you hear it sort of... It still ah, fix its stupid leg, right? And you see the leg sort of correct and mend a little bit. The alignment is now obviously correct. It doesn't look like it's necessarily fully healed, but it is certainly better. Ooh, ooh, I can help, I can help, too, 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 I can help, I can help the fluffies. Sure. Uh, Are we sure we want to waste a lot of spells on uh, something we would normally kill on site? (laughs) (laughs) Boo with the real questions. Maybe they'll help us up the mountain, who knows? (sighs) To be fair, Boo, you're kind of biased, you know, as a <laughs> cat. As a cat, yes. <laughs> this is true, yes, I, uh, I know this. Something trying to work on, you know. <laughs> I assume you're going for cure wounds. Yes. Although it doesn't seem to be rolling the healing. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Got it. Yeah. Uh, five. Yes, with this, you see the leg, uh, heal and mend uh, and it sort of flexes it and rolls to a standing position Um, and it'll kind of look at you and and Jonas it's going to look at you and go and gesture with its head sure uh, I I approach. Uh, it, it's it's pointing in sort of another direction outside the. the oh bed. sure, okay. And it's moving, and the the pups have sort of fallen in beside it. Um, okay. Yeah. So, are you gonna follow it then? I'm gonna go ahead and follow it. Yeah. This okay. this has not steered me wrong yet. <laughs> I'm gonna follow him. <laughs> yeah, I'm sticking pretty close to the the front. So so as you all go through. Um, this this creature is actually taking you now through a path through uh, sort of winding, broken hills. And you're getting to, these are not natural hills anymore. Like, this isn't a mountain or a slope or even a, a valley after an earthquake. Rock here is shattered and twisted in forms that it wouldn't normally take. You are, you are moving much more into a blighted space. Um, and it, it's kind of working its way through, uh, and then it stops and, um, for just a moment and points, uh, and in front of you all, you see, a a small tent. Oh, interesting. This is, I'm sure, really fucking weird to me, right? There should not be a tent here. Unless it's the other Blight Wardens. 
it is especially weird, although you just hit on it. Uh, you do see a Blight Warden insignia on it. Oh, okay. I think we found the missing scouts, but I don't know why they're not very missing unless they're injured. Well, they should have been back. So you're going to go... Let me, let me approach first. Be cautious. Always. So I'm going to, yeah, go to the tent. Don't need to say it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, you go up to the tent. Do you want to give me a perception check to see if anything's in it, or just an investigation check to start looking through it? Like, is it open? Can I see just with my eyes? <laughs> um, no, the, the flaps are kind of down on it. Okay. Then you, is your passive there like perception a... isn't giving you anything. Is there like a, like, I mean, the Blight Wardens would know me. Never mind. They know my voice. So I'm just going to call out. Okay. Hey, fuckers. <laughs> wow. Uh, this might be the most Lena character Lena has played yet. Kalumi! You're not supposed to say that. Hey, I'm an adult now, okay? I can curse. Uh, there's no response. Okay, I'm going to open the tent. Okay. Uh, inside the tent, you see um, unfolded on the ground uh, a single sleeping bag uh, and a bag. So, does it just look like they were, like went out for the day? No, because there's one sleeping bag and one bag. So does it look like the person in the tent went out for the day? Uh, even a cursory glance around, this campsite hasn't been used in a few weeks. Okay. Like there's a there's a small remains of a fire pit, um, but it's sort of almost covered in mud, etc. This wasn't okay. this wasn't a week ago that someone left this campsite, and the camp is not at all broken down. Seems like there's no one here. I'm going to look for clues. Other people could help me look for clues because I'm rolling really badly. Yeah. Investigation? Yeah. Or... So well, investigation would be looking through the stuff. Survival would be looking for tracks or things like that. I'm going to do survival because I get advantage on that. One shoe is just trying to pet the fluffies. They are very happy to let you pet them. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to go ahead and do an investigation on the inside of the tent, see if there's anything uh, of value or use there. Uh, so let's see if that goes. Not great. Wow. Jesus. I'm glad I've not been throwing nonstop combat at y'all. Damn. <laughs> 14 survival. Um, glooming you, it's very very hard because things have been sort of churned to pieces but you do see one set of sort of under a tree so they've been covered from the rain a bit one set of like very large footprints um which are also notable because they don't have shoes they are footprints so um... i will also say they are lizard folk footprints. Wait. Uh, 
the blight wardens that got sent out lizard folk? Neither of the ones that had been sent out were lizard folk, though Yix had been out. Has an injured about, leg. About six weeks ago and ha came back with an injured leg, and that's why he's not. What do I know her. about what happened to Yix's leg? Um, he. The only things that he said was basically he was out and uh, heard something moving. And essentially, as he turned to address that, uh, there was a landslide and some land gave way. And then that's why it took him as long as it did to get back, because his leg was pretty badly broken. Hmm. Okay. Um, going through, even with your with the six Jonas, you're not really finding anything that's particularly hidden and you you're pretty sure you wouldn't know if anything was uh but looking sure. quickly through the pack you find uh a dagger and you also find um uh, just some some documents and some papers that similarly to what gloomy just noticed uh suggest that uh this was yix's bag um of the other three of us me, uh, one shoe, and Boo. I'm, I think Charlie's the most likely to maybe poke his head in the tent at least and take a look around also. So I might also give an investigation check. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure one shoe is absolutely involved in petting the dog. I am so <laughs> with the fluffies. Yeah, like there's I, I'm oblivious to everybody else. Yeah, one shoe is petting the dogs and chanting and singing and boo is pretty wary of this whole situation right mm -hmm. yes i i think with no evidence whatsoever boo assumes that the dogs have lured them up here uh after they've already lured somebody else so it's like well they've killed this guy they're probably gonna kill us now type of thing sure yeah charlie will stick his head in the tent and and look around and yeah so, yeah so as you're as you're looking around um you sort with of a 16 i think with the 16 yeah, yeah you, you push open um sort of one of the flaps of the bag and you can see uh sort of a a, a half penned report um that looks like it's, it's pretty standard notes on traveled through the valley for a day you know didn't see anything unusual there appears to be trees regrowing in the valley <laughs> but the report cuts off mid-sentence. Hmm. Interesting. J Jonas, what, what do you think could have interrupted Yix? Uh, that's a great question. Um, I look at the the paper. Is there any like, like blood on it? Any sign of like a like a smear on the page? Like was there a was it a quick stop? Um, uh, it, there's no, there's certainly no blood, um, nor did either of you find any blood looking around the tent. Um, it looks like it stopped abruptly, but it's not smeared, if that makes sense. Mm. So it doesn't look like someone knocked Yix unconscious and he slumped forward over okay, the cool. he was writing. It looks like he was like writing down and so I think and stopped. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know I'm thinking he, he might have heard something. Uh, probably went to go check it out. I wonder if these 
uh, dogs out here uh, might be able to track the scent. Um, I go ahead and um, uh, pick up the, the bag and I want to take it out to the dogs. Okay. And I want to put it on the ground, gesture to them, see if they can... You want to pet the fluffies too? I, I want to see if they can pick up a scent on this bag here. And they'll move forward and all six heads will sort of go down and sniff the bag. Uh, sure. And they'll sort of look up and sniff. Um, and they, they're sort of like... And it, they're sort of shaking their heads. Do you have any idea what that might mean? Uh, gloomy or one shoe? Um, I don't know. I can't speak their language. I could try. I think seeing this boo's going to pipe up and just say, um, is this going to help us in any way, do we think? As you ask that question, the, the, the mother dog looks at you and shakes its head. Or one of its <laughs> <laughs> so yes, even the monstrous dog has agreed this is I mean a, a distraction from our the, task. The, the the dog is nodding. Yes, That's yes, amazing. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but the the dog is going to sort of gesture with its head again and continue moving the way it was, and sort of look back to see if you're following. Sure, I'm going to go ahead and uh, follow the dog as yeah, I'll this follow. Is not gone wrong yet. Sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> Come on! At this point, one shoe, as as they're sort of moving away, the, the mother dog is going to loop back and sort of pick you up by the shirt and plop you on her back. <laughs> Yay! I get to ride the fluffy! Um, ride the fluffy, ride the fluffy. I've added a new lyric. Um, and so they're, they're cutting through, and again, they're, they're cutting through these incredibly hidden passages. You are off any kind of trail uh, that you are aware of. And you're going for, for a couple hours now. Um, and all of a sudden, you sort of turn a, a rock, a cliff sort of pillar of stone. Um and directly in front of you is the south face of White Mount Peak. Hey, I told you guys we were getting close. We made it! We're here. We can fix the storm, plant the seed, pet and ride the fluffies. Well, uh, uh, so, uh, 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 one uh, shoe, uh, we have to figure out what's causing the storm first. Does it seem right that we're already at the... The face of the mountain. You are here faster than you would have been otherwise, but as if Gloomy sort of thinks about it, it seems like the 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 dog creatures took you on a more direct route than you would have been able to get through in the valleys. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And basically shaved about half a day off of the time it would have taken you. Um awesome. nice. 
I'm going to hug Mama Fluffy's neck and say, Mama Fluffy, thank you. Arr, 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 arr. As you go back into the arr, arr, it's going to sort of like shake its head disappointedly. <laughs> I'm, but I am so proud of myself. Like I have figured out how to communicate with these and I know what I'm doing now. I totally have this under control, guys. I've got this so much. Arr, arr. Dog is going to like make direct eye contact with Jonas and shake its head. I'm really sorry about this. Charlie will say to Monty, not to Monty, sorry. Charlie will speak across the dimensions. Charlie will say to Boo, see, it wasn't a total distraction after all. That's very true. And I'm very, very glad it worked out. Of course, you must admit, the chances of that happening were extremely slim. Boo. <laughs> indeed, boo, indeed. <laughs> so it's about midday. Uh, and as you're looking at the peak uh, on this south face of it, which you've never really seen before, you can actually see going along the back of it is these sort of switchbacks almost of slope and plateau, if that makes sense, of like slope and flat land that sort of cut their way up the mountain. Uh, so it looks like it actually is going to be pretty easy going. You also notice something else. Mm. Oh, God. Off to the side, um, you see a massive furrow in the ground and all around that you can see the ground scorched and seared in places and that's visible even through the storm fix the storm we can fix the storm guys that's the storm right fix the storm fix the yeah. storm mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. Do I have any idea what would have caused this massive burnt furrow? Um, give me, you could give me actually, I'll, I'll say you could do a survival check to try to figure out what is doing this and you're in the blight so you have advantage. 22. 22. So the furrow, you're not really sure of. Um, it's a, but you can see that it is shallow on one end of it, deep in the middle, and then shallow again on the other end. Okay. And you look at it, and the scorch marks um, are, are very sort of small and dispersed. Uh, and you're pretty sure that those are lightning strikes. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Can we take a break? Well, I was going to say, uh, if you wish to, yes, we can take a break here. I was going to suggest cutting yeah, yeah. away in just a second. I wanted to do that. Um, and then, yes, so you're at about noon. You're at the foot of White Mount Peak. You have arrived there. Uh, and it seems like you actually have a fairly easy way up this mountain at this point. Um, so, everybody... We are going to step away for just a moment. We're going to go grab a drink, use the bathroom, get a snack. We will be back momentarily. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in a little bit. 
take a break. Stay yeah. right back. Uh, 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 Yay, BRB. Yay, be back. This has been Helpful Goat Presents, a games and gaming podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our other content here on the Helpful Goat Presents podcast feed, including our Waterdeep Dragon Heist campaign, our current campaign, Tear Beyond the Doors, our Spooktober series, including the Dead Following, Dead Channel, and the Burbs, our Behind the Goats conversations about Dungeons and Dragons, and the very first episode of Helpful Goat Presents, Big Gay Orcs. You can also check out our main podcast feed, Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Or follow us on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at HelpfulGoat. And finally, if you like what you hear, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next time. Bye!